watching prohibition fall down. All right, let's hit the grow talk, man. Got taxes to do for not the man, but the men now, Scott. Yes, you're you're very sexualist. It's the men and women. Now, the women With will the, take your taxes too. They work. I for mean, the I got IRS. a CPA to do my taxes, but I got to get this this dual country shiz going. So, other than that, guys, welcome to Grow Talk. Yeah, thanks for coming on so heavy, man. <laughs> Seriously, you want to go to a party? I'm coming back in April for a party, bro. You should come. I will. Well, okay. Well, what kind of party? What kind of party is <laughs> going on? Before I commit Dude. to this thing, I've gotten caught before, you know. I, they told me they're going to have 50 strains of weed there to smoke, bro. You coming? That's the kind of party I like. <laughs> DGC Cup at Gmail. If you're coming, guys, hit it up, man. We're going to get this thing. Last year, we pretty much, that's about the sellout crowd. I think we had about 350 people there. We can get in up um, to 400. Hang on a second. You cannot call it the sellout crowd. We had a we had we were at capacity with a bunch of legitimate growers and smokers. You want to go to the sellout crowd? I'll see you in Vegas. Yes, and then if you want to see me get maybe too high and then be forced to public speak, bring it. I love the pressure. I love talking. Getting on the mic there, saying what's up. Uh, oh, these are all our the, friends. I, I I never feel pressured to speak in front of the DGC because they already. It's like we've already hung out. Anytime I meet DGC, it's like we're old friends because they've heard me talk for a while. They kind of know what we're about. They'll forgive us if we stumble. Me than I know about you. Yeah. DGC Cup at Gmail. You'll get a link to purchase tickets. Whether you're coming to judge anybody with a just general admission ticket to judge, you'll yeah. get your voting tokens upon entrance. In that email, you will get the link to purchase tickets, whether you want to compete or they want to be a judge. So anybody that comes that's not competing is automatically a judge. Everybody coming in will get some voting tokens, and you'll be able to decide who's got the dankest. All right? We should get new tokens this year, just so nobody can use last year's tokens, and they should just be JR tokens. Don't you think? <laughs> well, we are getting the new tokens, but there are, uh, yeah, I don't know. It should just have JR's, JR's <laughs> face on it with JR on the other side, and they would be JR tokens. Uh, as well, everybody will be getting a, uh, a one-hitter to consume so you can walk around and sample all your cannabis. I cannot guarantee there will be a mountain my, mountain mountainside DGC glass one-hitter this year. I'm not sure yet, but you will have a smoking device. Oh, we'll make, we'll get Matt back into the glass studio. He's, he's been out doing some other work lately. Scotty's a con- or Matt's a contractor, and Scotty doesn't know how much work I actually have him doing right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's move on, man. Membership. If you need members out there, haven't got the newsletter, that's because I haven't sent it. It is coming, though, as well as Optic Fuller Overgrow. There'll be an option to get up to uh, up to 200 members, man. There'll be a coupon code to pick up Optic Fuller Overgrow ready to use. SK400, Spectrum King, 400-watt LED went to me, went to Soup, went to Spectrum King, got upgraded. I have three of them now. We'll be giving away to members over this year membership. Yeah. Uh, 30%, that's March 15th, if I didn't say it, 30% off recharge. Uh, and yeah, that's about, that's about all I got on the membership right now, man. I'm working on it, guys. The reason the leather newsletter hasn't gone out, just been, um, a little, a little lightly taxed around here. <laughs> Come back around though. Come back around. I got you guys. Membership will continue to have its benefits. I promise. I was thinking about that. Like work on the show or do the newsletter. I'd rather work on the show, work on the show yeah. or do I'm sorry. Shit. Yeah. Do the newsletter or do your tax shit. I'd do, rather do the newsletter. So Oh, yeah, <laughs> that I just doesn't you. sound fun. Let's see who's growing some dank, man. Let's get out of this biz over on dogrows.com. Get our dank nugs up over there, guys. Get able to get up on there and put up a picture of whatever your beautiful flower looks like in a short description, and we love it, man. Love it. How about Joe, Joe Bob? 
Yes, Joe Bob. Look at the Give colors. a name, not Bob Joe. Oh, the colors. It says, dude, hit some pow lips for me. Cheers, Joe Bob. I'll try that. Scotty is real. <laughs> Guru, good job and crew. Hashtag blue unicorn effing going off. So there's a strawberry OG cross with rock candy I've been working with. Now look at these pictures. I'm going to say most definitely that, yeah, just because I've been to Joe Bob's place and quiet, but that's outdoor. We can see the earth there. Sorry, that's a pretty dead giveaway. You can see like his yard. Right. Get to grow outdoor in Hawaii, man. That's that's just because the light cycle there, I mean, is that an added benefit as an outdoor grower? He, you know, Hawaii's always 12-12. Right. So you got to add supplemental light. Sure, to keep things from going in the flower. What's that? Yeah, I was just explaining that if, if not, you'll get a little clone that's about six inches, six inches tall that's all flowered up. You'll get about an eighth off it. So basically did some no-till amendments, but it feeds recharge and aloe watering. It's pretty basic and cheap. Peace. It's definitely cheap when you just got the sun, man. I love that. Yeah. So where's the macronutrients coming from on that, though? Um, he's running some uh, no-till amendments, he okay. said. Got it. And some top dressing things. Roots Uprising Bloom is a base. I think it might be a guano in it, but that's going to mm -hmm. be some of his meat and potatoes and and, and inputs. Very nice. Very nice. All right, Joe Bob. I would love to come back there soon. I'm pretty sure I can get a straight shot, I think, from Vancouver to Kauai. Yeah, All right. Although that nice. place is dangerous. What about your carbon footprint, brother? You should take a kayak there. Paddleboard? With your, with your, <laughs> with your reusable water bottle. There we go. Dank Nugs. This is titled Dank Nugs by Brady Bunch Hidden Farms. Huh. So he goes, first, grow using real genetics. It says a breeder is Seedsman. Genetics, gelato, cross with OG Kush selection. Variety, mostly indica. Photo period, flowering type. Feminized seed, 25% THC content. Breaking it down. It said, made sure the dry room is 60 degrees and 60% humidity. Only been hanging four days. I will share the cured shots in a week or two. So it looks good, man. Yeah, big buds. Yes. And it's just like he makes a good point, man. Um, genetics do make a huge difference. Absolutely. A little bit of that coming up here in just a moment. In Grow Talk, we have a guy popping some seeds, and one was what he calls a mutant. So I've seen it happen. I don't know if it's genetics, but I don't want to jump the gun, sir. First, I'm shout out before we jump right in to Grow Talk. Spectrum King LED, guys. If you haven't checked out their lighting, go over to Spectrum King LED. Everything from their 100-watt closet case is still available for $199 and a bit cheaper if you use coupon code DUDESK, all the way up to the 602, which is going to be your beast that's going to be using that way off the canopy. I go over at Ramos Flowering Room. It's the way they run DEs, and this is a DE replacement light. Right. So at 600 watts. Actually, I don't know why it is. It's 602 watts. I, don't, I guess they call it 602 because it's the next version. What do I know? I don't know. We should get Brendan back up on the show, see what's been going on in Spectrum King's LED world. Yeah. But they have a lot of options over there. Low Pro now, a Low Pro, very thin veg light, a Low Pro, low pro flower, flower light for people that need to watch their overhead. Sometimes commercial grows will stack and racking all their grows, so they got to have really low profile lighting. Mm -hmm. um, otherwise, come to the DGC Cup. They'll be giving away 602 there as well. Yeah. Coupon code DUDESK at Spectrum King LED. Dot com. Dude, I have All to right. hijack the conversation. I went to my dentist yesterday, and he was like, do you have a coupon code? And I go, no. And he goes, well, just next time, if you, if you pay me in cash, I'll give you a nice discount. Did he? And I was like, a dentist you try dude? that wants cash. I like this guy. He's my kind of dentist. I was about to do you, or do you get concerned? No, I like <laughs> that. I like it. 
What if your surgeon wanted cash? Is that cool? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Saves me 25%. Uh, all right. So, man, I just want to say thanks to, uh, man, Nene, girl out there helping her husband, um, Fear Nuke, Docs Brown, Green Thumb, and Just Coolin'. You guys really helped out Nene on a post. That was cool as I was cruising through Grow Talk. Appreciate that type of contribution in our community. Absolutely. And I'm sure you left a couple folks out. So as we're going through, we'll, we'll throw some love because, yeah, it's been it's been absolutely great lately. I've been cruising these questions and just learning a lot and kind of just agreeing with 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 the peanut gallery down there. I'm like, hell yeah, this makes well, I sense. Did I leave out the way she fucking goes? <laughs> Bo, Bo King. Sorry, fucking goes because this is is it worth the effort to defoliate? Grower question here. Good. This was a really interesting one, and thank you so much. Uh, I don't. We'll get to the thank yous, but uh, yeah, a bunch of good information in them. So let's get into the debate. All right. What's up, guys? Love the show. Has become the only thing I listen to while in the garden. Right on. Because I'm operations manager for my family's licensed aquaponic hemp farm. That's fucking cool. Take a look at those pictures, man. That thing's fucking huge. We are running eight foot by thirty-two foot deep water culture beds. Over 560 individual CBD plants between the two, fed by four, 40, 4, 000, all right, four 200-gallon fish tanks right. with tilapia and a 3,300-square-foot greenhouse. Uh, I'd like to come check it out sometime. Where are you at, man? Recently flipped a flower, just turned um, the supplemental lighting off and started week two of flower today. I know a lot of people are a fan depolation, and I'm not afraid to do it, do that, even though it would be a total pain considering eight foot widths of the raft beds. I agree with that. Uh, but before, because I mean, man, he's going to, how far can you reach in? Uh, it's just going to have to work from either side. Yeah, you probably, yeah, you probably get in three or four foot, though. Let's say you get in but, four foot. Before I go through that monumental effort, I want to make sure that it is actually going to affect my grow positively at this point. And this is week two of flower. Or if I'm better, throwing the net over each one and making sure there's enough airflow under the canopy. Thanks for the help and many hours of education. <laughs> Funny shit to listen to. Peace and blessing. If you guys are looking at the pictures, this is why I watch the video show. Pictures worth a hundred words at least. <laughs> I don't pay. I don't say a thousand. No. Uh, this middle pick here, Scotty, yes, is sir. a beautiful looking grow, man. Your canopy looks great and even. Uh huh. Um, your plants look super healthy, and that's really cool. They're in eight-foot aquaponic beds, eight-foot wide, that is. But the pick showing the under canopy, uh-huh. you see that one? Yep. So, guys, we're looking at an under canopy, and this isn't really defoliation. Where I'm talking, he should clean that up. Yes. I think that there should be more airflow in there, right? Okay. I, I Personally, I would cull a third of these plants and then defoliate. Whoa. Because what he has, Whoa. he's just, just switching to flower now. Right. This is going to blow the fuck up it is true they're going to be huge and they're already he's two weeks in oh he's, so, he's I mean, two weeks in the flower already he's two weeks in so okay, he's definitely so potentially got a whole nother another foot, week of we'll say of bushing out know, two potentially. weeks potentially yeah maybe another week of stretch i would say in the, in the week three and it really depends on the hemp variety too because it's not hemp isn't always going to grow the exact same got way it the, the the cannabis high thc cannabis so, so either so, i mean he could clean up i he needs to clean up his under 
canopy, yeah. like you mentioned in there. And that let's, let's be, explain well, the, the philosophy behind that. And, you know, and that is you got, you got a leaf and, and somebody did a great job of doing some research. I think it was Spartan Grown uh, did a great do- job of doing some research where he was talking about the T- uh, Tad Hussey podcast. And they found that, what is, I think it's under 200 micromoles if a plant, and who knows how to fucking measure micromoles, at least accurately through a whole canopy. But if it's a, plant, a hand meter or something, right, Guru? Yeah, I mean, try to do it through the whole canopy, each leaf. But the idea Spectre is- Spectra radiometer. <laughs> A Got it built into sunglasses. Go ahead. Anything under 200 micromoles is transpiring. It's pulling uh, water and, and nutrients through the plant. All right. But it's but it's not photosynthesizing. It's not making sugars and, and energy for the plant. So at that point, that's why you'd want to pull all, all the little leaves that aren't getting a lot of light on the bottom and, and clean it up. That would be the philosophy for it. Yeah, I agree with that. I would, I man, defoliant. I walk, I can walk these rows. I get what he's saying. To go through both these thirty, has sets a total of sixty-four feet of plants, and eight foot wide, and it looks pretty damn solid. I would thin it out at least. Now, some people say defoliation is taking. I've seen pictures. It was like, oh my god, what'd you do to that? Yeah, plant? strip the whole thing. Sure. I mean, I'm not a full fan of that. I didn't try it to that extent. It, I don't know, but I would take some out. I could go through here just for air movement, as well as I believe, in my opinion, the plant like I don't want to say likes, but gives a uh, what does it trigger? They're like a stress response. Forgot the term the term for that, like the abbreviation. But I picture it like I always said on the show, like if a plant's in the woods and something, a deer comes and munches on it, or which they do, yeah. uh, maybe it senses it needs to come back stronger or push a little harder to they, get to the, through its life cycle. They do respond. I mean, I, I was reading in that uh, what is it, secret life of, of trees or whatever, when it, even when it's getting eaten by something, it starts making these chemicals to try to warn their other buddies. Yeah. And then, like you said, lastly, Scotty, looking at the picture, I can't tell in the picture exactly how high those hoods are, but he's getting close with what, what might happen with stretch. But I think he said he's going to throw a net over anyway and scrog out a little. But canopy and plants a little too close looking for comfort from the picture. So I would thin and I would defoliate uh, 18.5%. <laughs> now, if, if anything's super shaded, and especially if you got a bunch of little smaller leaves on the very bottom of the plant, that's what I would defoliate. And this last pick, he's doing pretty good. His lights are, it looks like four to five feet still off canopy right now. It's a beautiful setup. Or not the last one, but yeah. Beautiful setup. All right, the way she fucking goes. Digging it, man. Let us know more, man. Make another post. I'm curious what you're growing CBD for and how those flowers are going to look and how everything rolls. Me too. All right, back to the grow talk. Well, we never left it, did we? This is Amber (laughs) Trichomes on leaves. All right. Let's see here. By Rob Lock. Rob Lock. Those trichomes are going out. I'm telling you. Love the show and all the community. Been learning a lot. Transferring to organics. This is my second grow without bottles. All right. On my Cindy 99 plant, the leaves look burnt. And this is, yeah, I just grew out some Cindy from feminized seeds so I can testify that, yeah, that she gets triked out. Um, but it's the trichomes on the sugar leaves are turning amber, so not on the flower. But the ones on the flower are starting to go cloudy. I started to flush week five because I thought they were burning. I'm in week six and was going to try to let her go a little longer. Last time I harvested her, seven weeks. It was great smoke. Just thought she needed maybe another week. I moved my Amazon LED light in parentheses because I know, I know going to upgrade soon up thinking it was burning them. I use roots, organic soil, and some of their dry amendments. 
I do compost and earthworm castings tea. It didn't do this last time. She's a clone. So this is the exact thing he grew last time. Uh, so, I mean, right? That's fair to say. Absolutely. Same genetics. Uh, something I did, or is this natural or deficiency? Just a little puzzle. Never seen him do that on another strain I've grown. Any inputs would be great. I mean, these... I don't have the best pictures here, but the plants don't look horrible. The flower no. looks great. I mean, the, the problem is, is that they're going to finish a week early. Or, or well, no, not, not even. Uh, I mean, you always tell people when you're checking trichomes, you don't check the trichomes on the leaves. Check the trichomes on the bud. Sure. You're where, gonna where what you're going to actually be smoking. Some plants, the trichomes on the leaves ripen faster and, and are finished and done before the bud has even started to or show any ambers at yeah all. just cooling just man nails it just cooling in the comments says the amber is not on the smoke so don't worry about it he said the leaves have been there well before the buds and they're more mature so yeah man, these leaves are green though they are very green they're loaded with yeah. nitrogen so i would say they do look a little too green he said he's only been flushing for a week which depending on your irrigation system we don't know how many waterings that is some people water every day multiple times a day and some people water once every four days but yeah, I agree. I think what's you're going to be right on point just to keep doing your flush. And you said last time you harvested at week seven and you thought it needed another week. Don't harvest this till week eight. And if you haven't seen what plants can look like the way I do it when they harvest, go like on YouTube and sir, I don't know where the video is anymore. If it even is on YouTube, connoisseur flush was a video I did that generated some interest and criticism. The leaves like I wait, a lot of them are falling off. There's barely any green anywhere. Um, so yeah, get it to that point all the way through week eight and keep watching the trikes on your flower. Good advice, and dude. It's going to be good smoke. Yeah, it sure is. It lo looks delicious. Oh, does it? What is, what is it? About guano? If you, if you have heavy guanos, you can get those high nitrogen guanos and they will stay in your soil for a long time. I think that's something where if you do a bunch of organics, you can end up uh, having a hard time flushing that out. Pretty much no, no chance. For me, man, which I'll just transition because you said a bunch of organics. The, both these past growers are talking about organics. Uh, Biobiz, man. As far as top dressing, I have used top dressed mixes, meaning uh, types of guanos. On last grow talk, I talked about it. That I'm sprinkling on. I say, how many people like, how much do you use? My description is it's like I'm putting some Parmesan on my pizza, you know, right. which I eat a little bit more than the average person probably, depending on how good the Parmesan is, though. I think it's pronounced Parmesan. But makes it a no-brainer, man. Like Biobiz is like liquid organics in a bottle. And also in that sense, to me, that's going to be the most plant-available organics because it's right. already like fermented down. Mm -hmm. It's not a raw material like if you throw eggshells or crab meal. Like more needs to be done. And don't get me wrong. The microbes do need to do a little bit more with the Biobiz and able to make it plant-available. But I've had great success. I'm about to do my second run on Biobiz. Check them out worldwide, baby, everywhere. I don't know about everywhere, but actually, I think that is, they are the most distributed nutrient company almost in the world. Sure. Even down in South America, you can get like their, uh, what is it, like their 30 mil grow and bloom. It's funny, like the growers in South America buy like really small bottles. Like you can't go up in there and expect people to buy a quart. That's like a, a 2.5 gallon toss. Yeah, but they can get 55 gallon drums of ether down there. Hell yeah, anything you want. <laughs> All right, here we go. LED or HPS into flower and strawberry fields by Florida flavonoid or flavonoid, sorry, wow. 94. Cool. cool. All right. 
All right. So we've got a uh, what's up, boy. has been a longtime listener, and we have learned a substantial amount of knowledge from listening to the podcast while I'm at work. <clears throat> Coming from Scotty's realm down in southwest Florida. Yeah. With a few questions. Well, that, you were in southeast Florida. Not southwest no is way different. After it got too crowded, I went to southwest Florida. That's where. It'll well, all just be built over anyway, and then you're all going to flood. The, all right. The, the west, or I would say east, southwest Florida will be the last place. Okay. That'll be the last holdover. Seeing LaBelle. Uh, with a few questions on my own, I pushed four completed grows through a uh, two by four by five foot tall tent with a 600 watt HPS. And I'm currently on my fifth grow now, but I've changed up my light to cut down on power consumption. Just switched 12 grows to flower under a $150 in parentheses, 900 watt mace grow LED. All right, so explain to me how having a 900 watt light is gonna save on power consumption instead of a 600 watt light? Because it's like really 260 watts. <laughs> I like on the 900 watts. It has watts. four cobs and other smaller LEDs on it pulling 260 watts out of the wall. Got it. I know you guys don't like cheaper ended lights, but this thing's kicking ass and veg. Flowering may be a different story, but that is yet to be seen. I'll keep you guys in the loop. Sure. Just, just wondering what I should be expecting from this type of light and if I should go back to HPS for flower to put the hammer down to finish them up. And if you guys heard of Fox Farm Strawberry Fields for fruiting and flowering plants, the pics show the month-long veg up until this point. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, appreciate you bringing the dank to Southwest Florida. All right, first off, let's see what he's using here. He's using this Mace Grow. I'm, I'm on the, the 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 site now, and it's titled 900 Watt Grow Lamps for Greenhouse Hydroponic Indoor Plants Growing Veg and Flower Lighting Spectrum with Cobb and Cree. I don't know what OSRAM O S R A M LED chips are. Those good? Guru? Uh, generally no, not or well, it, that's Philips. Philips makes those. Uh, there are some OSRAM ones that are good, but when with LEDs, it all comes down to the binning of the stuff they have. And this thing's one hundred and thirty nine dollars. That's what I'm trying to and, like. Listen. And it and it really is only pulling two hundred sixty watts at the wall, but they advertise it as nine hundred watt. That's red flag number one. If a company well, they that. but they let you know in the description. They say they they go nine hundred. L- it's weird. Here's a sentence: HBS killer. Uh, 900 LED doesn't say watt. 900 LED full spectrum grow light consuming only 260 watts. Right. Well, yeah, but just just the the buzzy wording in the title of it, where it says it's yeah. a 900 yeah. watt grow lamp, but it's really 260. That should be your first red flag. Second red flag, they they don't give any UMOLs per joule or any real statistics on the light to talk about how good it is. That should be red flag number two. Um, and then they're using kind of off brand Cree Osram stuff, and we're not really sure what. What actual diodes are in there? They're not listing what it is or the binning or anything like that. Right. That How about because be- there's a fan on it? I hate fans. And fans is, is just opening yourself up. Unless it's a – there are really, really high-quality fans out there that are – there are a couple companies that put those in their lights. But most of the time, these fans are going to be the fail point of the light. And if the fan, fan fails, the LED engine is going to overheat and either kill all the diodes that are in that engine or it, depending on the way it's wired, it will kill the whole light. So it was always, I say that cause it was always the weak point when I worked retail and then every once in a while, you know, this is back in the early two thousands and on uh, a few led lights would make it through the store, but the fan, yeah, it was always insane with, they had fans on them old, uh, man, I forgot the name of the company, but somebody had put fans on digital ballast. And I was like, what a nightmare that was. A weakling heat yeah. sinks. But I, I would, if, if this light is doing okay in veg, where you really, where, where you don't need a high PPF D get, mm-hmm. into, get into the plant or, or you moles get into the plant 
fine. Rock this for veg and then hammer down on them with your 600 for flour. Yeah, the 600 is going to give I would, I would have a little bit of a like hardening off period when you put them in the flour room before you switch them just to mitigate that stress of the light change. Because it is going to be a big bump in intensity. So keep just put that 600 up in this on the ceiling for a couple of days and then just slowly start lowering it, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. You rhyming with the week, was it weekly hinks, week, weekly hink seek? Is that what you said? I don't know. I don't know. So. Let's try to explain it. Yeah, you said weak link, heat sink while I'm growing some jinx. You know what I mean? Yeah, don't get me started. Just drop me a simple beat. That's all I need, man. Yeah. Uh, so I think that was it, man. Put the hammer back down. Make sure when you put the hammer back down with that HPS that you have a fresh bulb. If you've ran that bulb for two cycles, yeah. I think it's worth the money to mm-hmm. get uh, another one. Absolutely. I only run HID for two cycles. Makes so. sense. And shout out to our friends at Hordelux. They, they make the best bulb that I know of. All right. Moving on. Moving on. That canopy does look good right now, man. Uh, excuse me. Let's see where we're at here. We're, we're at Seeds Here Now. Now. Yes, sir. Seeds Here Now, guys. They are doing a bunch of cool things over there. Currently, um, the site is up and running. It's going through a change. It's not a bad time to order seeds. Don't get me wrong. James Bean is working on the forums as well. I'll be joining the forums myself over there. He has the idea that I like. We're controlling your content. The content is yours. The servers are offshore, Scotty. They can't take it. They can't shut it down. And they can't say you're breaking the law. They could shoot it with a missile. They could do something like that. But too many accounts, breeders especially on Instagram, the accounts go poof. Uh, so he, he's created some forums in a spot. I'm going to go check it out and hang out there. I encourage you guys to as well, as well as order seeds on seeds here now. Yeah. Coupon code DUDE10 over at seedsherenow.com. Get you a better deal. And you members, benefits are coming. Trust me. Been in the talks. We've been in meetings. Whoa. So I'll get you hooked up, man. I've ordered. Yeah, they ship worldwide, too. Don't forget. It's a one-time. I don't know if it's 25 or 35 um, dollar fee, but they'll ship with that. I mean, depending on your where you're at, but mostly worldwide as well. Right. I've received, what's that? They don't ship to Yemen though, do they? I have received a genetic preservation kit myself in I Canada. I don't think nope. they won't ship it somewhere where you're going to get hanged if you get caught with it. <laughs> right. But if you're only getting general. your left hand cut off. Good looking deal. out, Bean. Good looking out, brother. All right, moving on. They will be at the DGC Cup as well. Bring your gen- you want to get genetics? Come to the DGC Cup. Yeah. You want to talk to a good grower? Got confirmation. Duke Diamond be hanging out too. DGC Cup. Come bullshit. Very cool. Can he enter? I don't know, man. He's he's a pro. <laughs> Something to think about. What we'll figured out. All right. So we're moving into mutant yeah. or unhealthy. Pitch me grow. a softball here. This one's easy. Grow or throw. I had this just happen to me by typical grower. All right. I'm going to throw right away uh, or call. Because well, after having good luck with my photo periods and getting my environment locked in, I thought I would give autos a try and see what I come up with. Right. Pop two blackberry gum autos and both um, shower solid ta- oh showed solid tap roots in less than forty eight hours. Planted both into rapid rooters in a dome. Humidity is not an easy task this winter. So good keeping on them, you know. Right. So I noticed as the seeds grew up and out, one of them had a hard time kicking the shell off. 
I gave it 24 more hours until I decided it gently or helped it with tweezers. So I just did this. Guys, he's talking. I don't know if you've done it. It's usually a sign, though. Yeah. Um, mine that I that I helped along with, like it was this, the one that I had to get rid of. So the, the leaves aren't open. The first cotton lotton. Cotton lotton. Cotton Thank you. Leaves are trying to push that husk off. And sometimes they don't. So it is worth a try. I just used it just like he said, the little end of like a sharp knife to pop it off see what if you're, popping, if you're popping seeds especially autos you're looking for the most aggressive right out of the gate because you've got a limited amount of time with autos you can't just wait to veg it a little bit longer let it catch up because so as time went on roots came out at the bottom i put them into three gallon air pots fox farm ocean forest as, um, and with a thin layer of seed starting soil at the roots so he didn't put them directly in a heavy soil he right. kind of put a layer of their lighter soil mm -hmm. kind of a good idea let them get established set the roots out and then the roots will grow a little bit more into that mix where the nutrition is yeah the ocean forest is a, a heavy soil it's got a lot of nutrient in it so the plant that, that started off slowly began to have a burnt look to its baby leaves so i gave it a light flush thinking that the roots hit a spot in, uh, in the ocean forest. So he's thinking that, that, oh, shit, maybe too quick. Right. This seemed to have stopped the burn, but the growth has slowed, and the plant looks horrible, to be honest. Its sister that was planted at the same time is doing great in the same conditions. Both plants have had 6.2 pH balanced water with no added nutrients. Uh, none are needed yet. Anyway, overwatering should not be a factor. Just like dude, I tend to run things until they're almost dry side of the spectrum. I have scope for bugs. I have no sign. Forgot to mention they're under 600 watt. Mezzy cobs, interesting. Not too sure about that. Uh, what? That's not the problem. Regardless, it's got some good LED lighting, good temps, environments dialed in. So in the picks, man, we're looking at just one stunted. The second picture almost looks like I don't know, like that they maybe there were bugs or something, but a stunted clone or not clone seedling with only one little set, and then he shows its sister, which looks really happy, right, and way different. So. If that I'm, hits fertilizer, it will it will stunt it. If it hits something really hot just coming out of a seed like that, uh, that that's what I'm suspecting. It's fairly when, easy you to overwater a seed like that too. If you don't have anything to replace it right now, we'll try and ride it out sometime. Uh, you know, plants will pop out of this. But I mean, what I'm saying, if you have problems with this, like the runt from the beginning, and mm -hmm. this thing kind of gave you a hint, it didn't even want to pop its shell right. off. It's an auto too. I would, uh, you could throw it on life support and put a clear plastic cup over it to just raise the relative humidity right around it. Right. And kind of put it in a better environment for itself so it'll be able to recover a little bit faster if you don't need the room that it's taking up. Yeah, if you need the room and you can do something better there, then just get rid of it. Yeah, and it, it's not like you've invested a ton of time into this, this either. It's not like you're killing a fully vegged out plant right. that had something go wrong with it. It's you're setting yourself back like ten days on an auto flower, which isn't huge. And you got another seed planted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh let's see, he goes on here, he goes, How can you tell if you're growing something mutant or bad genetics in particular Rafino? We kind of discussed that already. I will also post pics of the healthy sister. Thanks for the help, brothers. And he goes, P.S. I know, I know. I need to get on the mycorrhizal, mycorrhizae game. LOL. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Definitely. That's the other thing. I mean, we just forgot to totally. If you're not using any microbes, of course, mm -hmm. Scotty, tell him to use some damn recharge. It's another way to help a lot of potential issues or assist a plant. Like Guru said, life support. I mean, microbes are key. Absolutely. You know, you can leave a horse, lead a horse to water. But, you know, I, I've, I've said it a bunch of times, but it is true. When, when the 
the seedling is coming out, if it touches, well, I haven't said invaginate today yet. When it, no. <laughs> when it touches the roots, it actually goes in there. The, the correct scientific word is invaginates, but it, it like takes, it hops into these little tiny root hairs and it actually extends those root hairs out and it forms this protective coating and it's coating that can also uh, solubilize nutrition. So it's like an exchange area for nutrition. So it's really powerful to get that done uh, right when the plant's uh, young. That's the other thing which to say, I mean, lastly, if you have the means, seeds aren't cheap, man. If I want to grow two really good autos, if I have the means, I should plant like, what, four seeds and pick the best two? No, I mean, yeah, you, it looks like he got three or four here. But yeah, I, w- I would expect that one might be a runt like that, and I would call it if I could. I planted last grow six seed, no, a little bit more, but yes, one of them, <clears throat> one of them was a runt. I still grew it. It just was smaller. And then this round again, uh, six seeds, one seed didn't pop, one popped like three or four or five days after the others and right. it just sucked. So I threw it out and then now I still have one that's a little bit slower. So it is the dealing with that. I mean, the luxury of clones is not dealing with this. You typically don't have those issues, but, um, yeah, try and plan ahead and get a few more. Have a backup plan when you're planting seeds if you have the means. Absolutely, but the fun thing about seeds is you might get a gem. Yes. All right, let's see. Where You got to be slinging recharge around here, man? I do, actually. I got my new friends over at Aquarius Hydroponics. And I don't know, what, what is this? Agawam, Massachusetts? Did you, when did you take that from the Indians? I mean, natives. Uh, the... Uh... Natives or the Indians, first peoples is what I prefer here. Scott. Thank you, thank you, sir. In BC and British Columbia, it's the first peoples. It's weird, man. White people did it, it everywhere. Original Americans. I mean, we're used to doing it the Native Americans, but the British came over here and just got off their boats and started jacking up the first peoples. Uh oh, don't don't get political, dude. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, remind you guys, uh, if you guys are out there, man, and you're ever at a store, at a trade show, if you're ever speaking with a vendor, or you have the opportunity to let somebody know you heard about the product from Dude Grow Show, please do so. If you haven't shared this show in your social media, uh, if you have the opportunity, I understand maybe you're deep in prohibition land, you're not about to blast Dude Grow Show on your Facebook, but it helps, to, it helps us, man, we're a word of mouth show, we still haven't spent any money on advertising. And uh, the, the plan is to continue to build the crew this way, you know, through the crew. Agreed. So the crew as is well as, good. I mean, it really, if there's it really any, is. If there's any products out there that you guys are using that you think's great or, you know, I'd love to try and get the hookup. Some companies love to come in and say, hey, well, we can't really sponsor the show, but we can sponsor with some product. And then that can turn that into stuff for the members. Have a good time that way. But there's no way in heck I'm in this industry, the way it's going, I can keep up with all the cool products and grow gear out there. Yep. But would love to hear about it. If you guys are using it and you think it's legit and it's a fit. Reach out over on dogrows.com on the contact. I get that. It goes right to my brain. Yeah. Nice. All right, DGC Cup at Gmail, and then let's do some shout outs. Deal, deal. Got you, you mind if I shout out the Grozito? Yes. Hey, coffee, coffee, buds, buds. Sasha's Slabs. Nice. <laughs> and Troy's Green Throne. I'm an MJ Ganja Girl and Pigeons 420. Some hobo dude. <laughs> and Slapshot Slim. Yo. I'll take Chef Autopot. And Simeon Radisus. Yeah. Stay higher, my friends. We'll be back. Take it easy, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And with the boss man.
Just look at how he's being 